Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show, which is brought to you by all of our Patreon supporters, who we call the Super Ranters. For more information how you can become a Super Ranter and listen to the Sunranto Show early and ad-free, join our Patreon campaign and support us at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today, and you'll never have to hear me ask you again. Here's the show. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old stuff beers out at the game. Let's go, Kobe Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable loser. Sunranto. With Michael. Sunranto. And Crawley. Sunranto and the lovable losers. Sunranto. Finally, because oh you my know, God, they did it for a second time. Well, kind of. I, I, I quibble with that a little bit. But welcome to the Sun Ranto Show, where we are enjoying a series win. My name's Danny Rocket. Uh, you, I'm joined here by Michael Cotton. Crawl will be along in a little bit. He's actually going to Club 400 right now to plan the Marcus Stroman event. He's going to pop on at some point, and we've got the guy who broke the news of Frank Schwindel sitting in the middle seat on a flight to San Diego after we all thought that he had been sent down. He broke the news because he was on the uh, same flight as Frank the Tank. Uh, poor Frank got himself the middle seat. But Jack Pastuovic, who's actually at the game right now, is going to find a nice quiet place uh, to come and join us on the show very shortly. And um, as always, chance for a chance, uh, I have... Frank Chance, who they're falling from the sky. I have Frank Chance postcards, uh, and if you uh, hashtag Chance into the chat, you could win a postcard sent to you by me. Um, and the reason, Michael, I quibble with your concept of a series win is because originally the opening series of the year, which you're counting as winning two of three, right. was actually a four-game series in which one of the games was washed out and will technically be played at the end of May this month. So, ah, so what you're saying is today's the first series win. The today's first because that series could still get tied at a later date. Correct. I'm, I'm with you. I've always wondered about that like uh people in the chat tell us like how do you handle those things because just a lot of times they'll put those with another series. You know, there'll be like a three-game series. They'll make it a four-game series. And then which series do you actually consider that a part of? 
And yeah. I'm with you, Danny. I think I, I consider that a part of the series we had at the beginning of the year, which means that they may not win that series. Yeah, I agree. Well, before, uh, uh, so we, we agree. So there's nothing to argue about. Otherwise I would sit here and argue with you for hours about whether it was, uh, I just agreed with you for five minutes. I don't know what your fucking problem is. (laughs) So, uh, but without further ado, just so we can let him get on his merry way, why don't we bring Jack Pastrovic on right now? Jack! But Jack from Jack Murphy Stadium. I'm kidding. It used to be called Jack Murphy. It's now called Petco Park. Where are you exactly? It looks like you're in some sort of club. I am. So uh, we, we played the, the, the StubHub game and ended up getting $50 tickets to some club. Unfortunately, alcohol was not included. It was just crappy hot dogs and nachos. But uh, this is going to work for the, for, for, for the podcast here. Well, I imagine they were good seats. You were right down front to watch this, uh, this W today. We, we, we were actually in the in the 200 level, but we were in these big lounge chairs, and it felt like I was at a, at a movie theater or something. It was it was it was pretty cool. So the the last minute uh, the last minute StubHub deal uh, worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, well, that's StubHub, really nice. And if you're gonna use StubHub, of course, use our links at sunranter.com slash StubHub, like you did, right, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that. Put Dan. you on the yeah. Spot. <laughs> okay, uh, I have a question here, Jack. Did the Cubs at any point? ask you to come down and take an at bat because <laughs> apparently you were on the team flight to San Diego, right? I was, I was, and they gave me a, an, an aisle seat and Frank, the, the, the middle seat. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put this up right now, Jack, you, you tweeted out, you tagged me, you tagged Bleacher Nation. And I think a, a Sahadev, I think you tagged or something. Yep. And you said, Frank Schwindel is on my flight to San Diego and sitting in a middle seat. So I, so I take it your flight was full. Frank the Tank, if people don't know the story, apparently he got a flat tire, and that's why he didn't drive to Iowa. Because he was like, oh, I'll fix it tomorrow. It's Sunday, and the place is closed. So instead, <laughs> the team gets COVID, and he ends up on a flight to San Diego with you, basically. I mean, so how did you – did you recognize him? Like, were you walking down the aisle, and you're like, wait a second. That's Frank Schwindel. Tell me the story. What happened? Or or was he wearing an obvious T-shirt that just says, I am Frank Schwindel? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, actually, we were we were in the concourse. We just got through security. And uh, I, I recognized him, walked past him. I said, Frank? I was in, yeah, yeah, hey, what's up? And at the time, I, I thought he was still – I thought he was getting on a – flight to go to Iowa or, or something. And I, I, I said hi to him. I said, Frank, we're, we're rooting for you to get back as soon as possible. Uh, we want to see you back at Wrigley and you, we, we're rooting for, hard for you to get back. And he said, thanks. <laughs> and that was, that, that was it. That, oh, he, that was- <laughs> he, he could have told you right then. He's like, actually, I'm going to San Diego. I'm going to the whale's vagina to get, to get me a little action. Exactly. I was thinking he was boarding a flight to Des Moines, but uh, <laughs> and then we, we went on our way. We were waiting at the gate, and then about a half hour later, or so we were boarding the plane, and I'm walking back to the back of the plane in my <laughs> the back of the plane, and there he is sitting in the aisle seat in his uh, black polo, or the, I, I, which I've actually seen him wear. I think in in a lot of the selfies or walking into Wrigley. It doesn't have a Cubs logo or anything on it, but just his standard black polo. It might be one of his favorite shirts or something. Did you give him the nod? You're like, what's up, Frank? Like and like, <laughs> <laughs> now he he was zoned in on his on his headphones, and I was just more shocked to see him on a plane to San Diego because I, I didn't even, I didn't even think it was possible uh, that, that that he could rejoin the team. I, I guess there's some COVID rules or or, or something with how it worked out or another injury. But yeah, uh, I was so confused the next day when I saw 
Well, when I actually when I saw your tweet, and then I was like, well, why are they sent? You know, why didn't they send him to Des Moines? Like, are is he going to work with the team still or something? I was so confused, and then to find out he was playing, I I didn't know what was happening. Maybe he got a connecting flight uh, that went through San Diego to Des Moines. They're like, it's the only (laughs) thing we could find you, Frank. Sorry, (laughs) it's a twelve-hour flight to Des Moines. (laughs) So. Well, that's fun. I mean, you got this series win. It was a nice day for it. And, uh, I mean, what, what are you seeing from the Cubs out there? I mean, uh, you watched all three games? Yeah, we were. We, we came out here, uh, watched all three games, and we got to see one of Kyle Hendricks' best starts in his career on uh, Monday. And, and that, that was that was awesome to see. Well, I wanted to see him get the final out there. but uh, Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. We're going to oh, talk about that's that. That's going to come up yeah. because somebody, <laughs> I'm, like the only person in the world, is pissed about this. And that somebody is me. Yeah, well, I, I and you, angry. Jack, because you could have witnessed history. In fact, like, you, if you remember that Maddox that he threw, I was going to bring this up later in the show, but since we're talking about it, that Maddox he threw against the Cardinals in 2019, that was like the game was like two hours long, and he just mowed him down. Uh, that game had a game score of like 82, I think, and this one had a game score of 84, according to uh, How does new that even canceled idiot style? Bill James. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by ColorCast. Uh, ColorCast is a free, live, audio-only sports talk platform, uh, which you can download and use with us. So you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time, uh, watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, live game watches together and you can share your own experiences with hot takes on the app so all you need to do is you go and download the ColorCast app free at the ios app store they're working on an android version you create a profile you link your twitter and you join the let's say mlb group uh you follow the sunranto show at sunranto show to be notified when the room goes live and uh we go live right now Pretty much every Wednesday, but we sometimes do Sundays. And now that the season started, we're sometimes doing live game watches and calling the game ourselves. We just have a lot of fun on there. And uh, you can come and talk to us. Just have a good time and hang out. So download ColorCast and bring your spiciest takes. Yeah, how does that even make sense? I don't understand. Because he had know. that, I think it was opening day 2020. We had that 81 pitch game against the Brewers. I wonder, wonder where that one uh, would have would have ranked on, on on that scale. But no, it was that, that was awesome. Then yesterday, the gosh, I I I was one of those people. I, I, as soon as the ball hit the bat on hit Frank's bat last night, I, I thought it was I, I thought it was a get out the tape measure uh, home run, but it, it didn't work out that way. But that would have been a fun way to to cap off the off the trip last night, seeing him in the middle seat, and then a walk out or a go ahead grand slam but it wasn't to be last night <laughs> i mean re- regardless he actually did hit the ball fairly well i mean he was slumping really bad and so doing anything out there was a positive sign and you know i thought he hit fairly well today or oh yeah a nice double two rbi double today off the wall and yeah it, he uh hopefully he, he gets it together he's a such an awesome guy and funny to funny story <laughs> From now on, whenever somebody's slumping, they just they, they force them to fly to San Diego in a middle seat. Yeah, exactly. Econo. It's the new it's the new Mark Grace slump buster. 
they, they, they throw you on an airplane and make you uncomfortable as possible, and then it's perfect. It's almost the same as having sex. So, uh, well, Jack, Jack, we'll let you go. Thanks for congratulations on breaking the news, and thanks for tagging us in it. Of course, you know I'm gonna let you get on your merry way. Maybe they could eat another crappy hot dog because Lord knows they're not good there. They probably <laughs> put, right. put ketchup on it just like they do out there. I'm sure they or some fancy sauce. Some yeah, they got a, clam sauce. You got it. They got a big bowl of ketchup over there. I'll, I'll, I'll stay away from that. But <laughs> thanks, guys. Good, good to talk to you. Good All right. Up. Thanks for coming on, Jack. Rock yeah, on. Thanks, thanks Jack. Oh, man. That was, well, that was fun. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, I've accidentally broken news before, like, even drunkenly on this show. And I was like, Arietta's going to be a cub, I heard. <laughs> and we're like, what? So, uh, but. That's fun. Like he's just getting out of flight. He's like, Frank Schwindel, wait, you're supposed to oh I've got I've got breaking news. Well, you know, and and to just have the wherewithal of it, right? To realize like what you're wait, looking at. Yeah, what you're looking at. Because you can see people all the time. I mean, Frank Schwindel does have a rubber face that everybody loves to see do weird things, but he is not necessarily a, a a standout human. Like you don't look at him and like, Oh, that's Shaquille O'Neal. Like, no, nobody know. except a Cubs fan would be like Frank, the tank, <laughs> you know, like, I know, right. Like, no other team, not even teams. We play often, <laughs> you know, they would not recognize him. Oh, so, he was in the, he was in the middle seat. You know, he tried yeah. to talk to the flight attendant. He's like, um, I'm actually a major league. Whatever, like, dude, whatever. sit down. You're not a hall of famer baseball person like Tony LaRusso. <laughs> Um, so before we get into this, I do want to mention that, uh, we are going to be doing a post show conversation on the color cast app. If you haven't downloaded color cast, do so and follow Sun Ranto show. And, uh, we'll talk right after, uh, we talk here, uh, but to you and you can come on the show and make a show with us. <laughs> it's kind of the yeah, idea. You can just like what Jack did, you can do, but nobody will be looking at you. And uh, also, if you're a Patreon supporter, which you should be along with the other 110 people who are, then... Oh, you, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting knocked around. Time. Yeah, we're going 108, 107, 111. Like, we're getting knocked around right now. But we'll see. It's the flux of support that the Sunrather Show... It's, <laughs> it's like my Twitter account that just constantly goes up and down yeah. by about four. Yeah, it depends if we're talking about political crap, whether we lose people or not. But... <laughs> But um, it, we're going to go on the ColorCast app. I just dropped the link in the chat, and you can download it, and we, you can talk to us afterwards. But let's talk about these games. And I do want to start with uh, the Hendo game because, man, oh, man. Uh, I mean, it, I, we're sitting here bad-mouthing him. We're like, he doesn't really have it anymore. We're gonna, it's going to be Dr. Hendo and Mr. Kyle. And this was definitely a Dr. Hendo situation that we got. I mean, 8.2 innings. Oh, my uh, God. Three. It fucking makes me angry. Two. That's so good, though. Two. 26 outs. 26 people. outs. It's amazing. In a shutout. A 26-out shutout. Yeah. And uh no, he pitched great. Seven strikeouts, only one walk. This was kind of this was kind of classic Hendo right here. This is what you want to see. I still kind of don't he's had two like this this year, right? I mean, so I still don't necessarily trust it altogether because I still think we're going to see some Mr. Kyles in there from time he, to time. 
Yeah, you know, I it's mean, it's not going to be the same as it was was, but it'll be good. And he's he said he loved working with uh, uh, Gomes, and that, and so I I didn't I was if I'm Wilson Contreras, I take that as a slight, and I know he probably did know it him, but I'm I'm saying that like. He loved working with Gomes. You talked about setting up the fastball and then coming in on the change. And I saw a lot of Bugs Bunny swings in this game. Yeah. Uh, you well, know, and that's where you're getting the seven Ks. And man, oh man, it was it was a thing of beauty. I, I didn't get to watch this one live, but I did get to uh, watch it later. And yeah, like, I know. Fast I, forward through it, but man, oh man, I was just like, I just loved every. That I was a fun up, one to see. I I stayed up as long as I could. And then I went to bed and then I got up in the morning to, you know, and, and started checking it out. And that's when I found out that David Ross uh, gave the middle finger to every fucking baseball fan that's ever lived uh, at the end of that game. I couldn't believe it. I mean, do you think it was because Kyle right before that he goes out there and he's like, I'm not going out. And he like walked right past Rossi and he's like, yeah, Rossi put his hand out, like shaking his hand, like you're done. He's like, fuck you, mm-hmm. which he should be. He's He's got a six-run lead. Yeah, he could have finished he's it. He's a fucking shutout, and you're not going to let him go in the ninth? Fuck you. You know, he's at 100. He was at like 101 pitches or no, 100. Oh, 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 yeah, in the ninth. But then going into the ninth, he was less than 100 pitches. You, remember, I was talking about this one guy. I was talking about this all last year, right? All last year, 92 pitches. That was the fucking magic number. For some reason, regardless of anything else happening in the world, if he had 92 pitches, he better come the fuck out of the game because, you know, the world's going to stop spinning on his axis and fucking people are going to die all over the planet. No, this, this is what I'm talking about. Like, th- these fucking math assholes have ruined our game. We are... Baseball fans. We're not math fans. We're not statistics fans. Look, I get it. Maybe number the nine, number 92 is a thing. But guess what you should do with that? You should fucking just kind of pay attention at that point, right? This is when some things might start happening. Let's just watch. Well, he seems to be kicking ass right up to 92. Maybe he can go a little longer. Or... Maybe, you know, we're, he, he tells him to fuck off. I'm going back out. He goes out. Yes, he gives up the one walk. But he got fucking two out. He's one out away. Okay, last year, last year, let's go with a little bit of numbers since everybody seems to like some fucking math around here. 4,860 games. That's about what. Uh, the entire major leagues played last year. There were 50 shutouts. Or no, no, no. There were 50 complete, complete games. games. Yeah. 50. That is 1%. 1% of all the games. And guess what happened last year? Last year was the most no-hitters ever thrown. It was a pretty fucking good year for pitchers, and they only hit 50. Right, it's because some of those no hitters were combined, like the one that the Cubs threw and the Mets threw one with five guys. Which I mean, that should maybe not count as a no hitter anymore. I think, even though it's like a team effort, 
Okay, but, we'll get to we'll but get to that in too. The chat, Carrie said Carrie Myers says Kyle was fine with it. He said he was surprised. Fuck he no, he was not fine walk. with it. Are you Kyle said it was a terrible kidding? walk. Pincus says he was done. He was but, not. He, Vasky everybody agrees. Was talking about it. he was fucking done. No, he was throwing eighty nine mile per hour in the first inning. He guess always what his, guess yeah. what his last pitch was. 88 mile per hour. That's not because he okay. lost a mile per hour. It's but because he can't fucking throw at, fast. At the same time, though, I I was at a, the Mets' first no-hitter ever that Johan Santana threw, okay? they That guy let him go 130 pitches, and he never pitched again. Like, there's no point but to it. But this is different. Why are you trying to hurt Kyle Hendricks? That's complete, Why are you trying to hurt him, Michael? Why are you trying to hurt our, our fucking human being? Kyle Hendricks does not throw as hard as Johan Santana. Did. Dominic says he was out of gas. He I don't was know not people, out of gas. I don't know he if people fucking, are. David Ross went out there and he fucking looked at him. He's like, really? You're going to do this? No, I and don't it, know if people are just trying to make after you the angry. Game, hold on. After the game, they're talking to him and he fucking made a point to say, well, you know, I was feeling pretty good late in the game. You know, like. I was still feeling pretty good late in the game and blah, blah, blah. Like, but nobody asked him. Like, how do you not fucking ask somebody? You were one out away. He wasn't fucking done. Tim, Tim what are you says, fucking nope, people nope, talking Cotton, about? He was done. John Pickett says you are dumb. I mean, <laughs> people are just coming in. He had a, <laughs> he had a fucking six run lead. He had a six run lead. I don't know, man. And a fucking shutout going. You let him go. You might, oh, what the fuck? All you people. <laughs> oh, he was done. He was done. Yeah, he was almost done. People almost. are crying. He had faces enough to go to the, the next fucking out. And guess what? <laughs> There's a lot of ways to get a motherfucker out. They, and uh, guess Angel, what? There isn't. Guess what? There isn't. Angel there is Moreno. no fucking way for any player to ever hit a seven run home run. It can't happen. You fucking dumb shits. It's fucking, <laughs> it's baseball. You let him fucking get his out. You let him get his fucking name in the books. Like, this is what it's about. Tim DeHate says, talking loud don't make a difference. Wait, Kyle was done. No, he, oh my fucking God. You know what? Seven Fuck run homer coming up. Cubstradamus was predicting it. <laughs> oh my God. All you fucking people are uh, dumb as shit. You, Fuck you you're, all. You're, you're getting Seriously. trolled so hard by our fans right now. <laughs> all the and they're all, like, and they're all fucking <laughs> wrong. They're all wrong because Kyle Hendricks can get a fucking another out with a six run Lee. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You're that's that's some fucking that's some dumb shit right there. And you know what? Maybe he was tired, but he didn't want to fucking come out of that game. He wanted the last out. Why do you not give him that? Let the guy do the thing. And for he everybody who's saying, "Oh, well, we got to worry about the team." This team fucking sucks. They're not doing anything, and. Kyle Hendricks is never going to get another fucking con contract from these people. Like, they all hate him in the fucking front office. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. So, Carrie Meyer writes in, I pay you money to call me a dumb shit? I, you know what? I'll call anybody a dumb shit if they're going to fucking say stupid shit. Like, Michael's, that's dumb. 
Michael's independently wealthy, so it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, plus, yeah, yeah, on, his, on the flip side of that, I don't see any of that money. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, made, <laughs> he made his money in Bitcoin. Maybe if I paid Michael for this, he wouldn't call the, the listeners' names. No, I, because I'm not going to do that. I'm not these fucking asshole, marquee fucking shitbags that actually, you know, they're like, oh, well, I got to fucking tow the, the corporate line here. I can't believe that nobody is fucking... Like, everybody's just like, yeah, 26 outs. That's when you pull a fucking guy that well, has a six-run right. lead in a show. Listen, we are 23 minutes into this show, and uh, and 12 of it is you ranting about 26 outs. So, it's fucking stupid. Have, That's we have, why. We have dumber things to talk about. Don't you see? <laughs> Plus a color cast. No, we actually don't have anything more. That's, that's a fucking microcosm of the problem with this fucking game now. This is yeah, fucking but David Ross but, but being Michael, told but, by but, a fucking pencil pusher but we that just this guy won can't get two one three. out. You, we, we've won two of three, and, like, this is just the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to hurt Kyle Hendricks. Like, oh, dude, you're run. right. You're right. This is the way it is. We've this seen is it the too way it much. Is. So now that the fucking math is taken over and we got it the is. fucking DH, you're just supposed to fucking say, well, oh, well, that's fine. I guess it's fine. The math thank, changes. Thank you, sir. Please the give math, me another. The math changes. Like, for example, in this series, right before we, the last one we did at the preview, I said the Padres hadn't thrown anybody out. So what did the Cubs do, like, on the base pads as far as uh, stealing? Well, guess what? Now they have because the Cubs ran rampant. We got caught stealing a lot of times, including in this first base, in this first game, when Seiya Suzuki get, got picked off. And you've seen a lot of aggressive base running that both got us runs and also lost us runs. And I think both things happened in this series. Um, you know, so, like, I'm saying, like, that math has changed over the years, whereas, like, before it was, like, we got to sit there and swing out of our shoes to, to, um, you know, get a home run at all costs. And we're never going to try to steal a base because we don't want to run in the outside, the uh, outside the base paths. Well, now, because all the catchers suck and all the pitchers don't pay attention to any of the runners because nobody was running. Now the Cubs are like more teams are running. And so you see like, well, a and Danny, that's as also I've heard that, you say so before just, bad teams steal bases. They do. You've said that, and you are correct. But I if think you were a shit team, you fucking run. But because I you think, got no other way to score. But I think that can change. And when you see situations with like a dead ball, like Frank the Tank hit one of the warning track in Game Two, which would have been a uh, go ahead grand slam, you know, and those shits are dying on the the track. And I guess it doesn't carry as far as night. Then you're like, well, I guess oh, okay. we can't do it that way. And all and, and, that's, really- and that's what I love. Everybody's bitching about the fucking oh, well, the ball doesn't fly out like it does before, you know, like. Oh, well, now the game shocks. It's like, no, no, no. It, well, but now it is steal. supposed to be hard to hit a home run. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. And you saw what happened today, right? Today, when it's fucking daytime and it hot, goes out. the ball's going out. So, it had no, you know, it wasn't a ball. It was when they were playing the game. So, if baseball really wants to have better games and do this, Maybe you have some more fucking day games, you dumb shits, instead oh, well, of fucking having it in the fucking night. There we agree. Human. <laughs> Maybe I should just leave the Michael Cotton ranting process up because you're fired up. You got well, me sweating. I'm, 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 I'm pissed off about this fucking Kyle Hendricks thing. I am. I am really fucking annoyed. 
and no. uh, I'm annoyed you? at having to listen to fucking Snot Rocket Shambi and the Red Baron fucking shit pizza, like calling these games like they're assholes, right? And talking about fucking. Well, uh, the exit velocity was 103 miles per hour, and the launch angle was four, and that ball got caught at the warning track. It's weird because that's exactly the same launch angle and velocity well, see, as Frank the Tank last and, night, and that one got caught too, and I don't understand why they did the exact same thing and why they aren't going out of the ballpark. And that is an example of the math changing so shiambi is like well the expected batting average was 400 on that ball and now why but it, instead it got caught you know now the batting average will be expected at 398 and then it'll be 396 and then it'll go down from there and like things will change and the math will change and then they'll shut up about it so i'm just saying let but they, won't, they won't fucking, they're, they're doing this shit all the time and those of us who actually watch this fucking game and don't just look at spreadsheets all day, we understand that a fucking 103 mile per hour uh, hit that goes straight at a professional baseball player is going to be 103 mile per hour out. How many times well, have we said over the years, warning track power gives you warning track out? I mean, we, we saw this like, all right, Nico Horner, and we're going to talk about the Cubs injuries, which there are quite a few of them. Nico Horner came out of this game after hitting the umpire, Dan Iasonia, like the, who I guess was mispositioned according to uh, Ron Coomer. Uh, what are you showing us, Michael? Your, Somebody, your beer? That, oh. somebody thought that I was drinking a, a Milwaukee's best light. Yeah, well, you're you're angry like a Milwaukee's best. That's <laughs> right. I think that's why they said it. But no, it's it's a uh, wicked hazy. But um, it, uh, what was I? My train of thought. You throw me off here, Cotton. Sorry. Um, well, let, let's get back to the uh, to talk talk about this first game. Here's what thing I I did make note of this. This first game, Horner steals a steals a run basically on a Gomes double. Uh, you've got. Jason Hayward stealing a base scored on what would have been a Contreras double play. So the Cubs are like, they're being aggressive on the base pass against the team that they knew couldn't handle it. Now, when we played the Diamondbacks, which we'll talk about, you know, it's not going to be the same. They have a much better catcher. Uh, it's maybe yeah, the they Padres don't do that catcher, as much. The Padres catcher can't throw a ball straight. Yeah, it was, <laughs> you know, like he, he so fucking knew throws that. it left of second, right of second. He's all over the fucking place. Yeah, so like, so I mean, it was the Padres' first caught stealing was in this game of the entire year. Okay, the, like the, it's May, and they finally get a caught stealing. Uh, now we got well, we about- we knew the team was bad. I mean, we know they're not good. Well, the they're Padres. Not fast. Yeah, but no, I'm Padres. saying the Cubs. Right. The fact that the Padres got their very first caught stealing versus the Cubs is not super surprising because the Cubs are not like a fucking world beater. That's what I'm saying. Well, we're a Padres beater. Um, Miley, Miley, uh, Wade Miley Cyrus, uh, pictured here. Uh, is uh, went out there in game two for his first start of the Cub. It did, as a Cub, it didn't go great. He went up against uh, I call him Pippi Long Rocking because that's freaking weirdness. It is Clevenger so rocking annoying. Back and forth. I know rocking back and forth, and then he was uh, he was out there looking like Alanis Morissette, like mid nineteen nineties, and it was a bit ironic. Um, it was he, but uh, let's talk about Miley. It wasn't great. 
Um, he couldn't get, he would get the first two outs and then couldn't get past that. So he only goes three innings, gives up three runs on five hits, walks five. And that's yeah, the disconcerting that's the thing. thing. Yeah, that was the thing. And so, and, and those walks from- were ugly. Those were like four pitch walks. They weren't even like competitive three and two like walks. They were fucking just straight up missing. Yeah, and this game, it was frustrating because the Cubs end up with 10 hits. They take two walks. They strike out 12 times, which is was a little frustrating. Uh, three of those were Patrick Wisdom, who did not have a great game. But in the end of this game, I mean, this was going back and forth. Even right in the beginning, like the Cubs had second and third. They had no outs, I believe. And then... Somebody, uh, was it uh, Ortega, got caught up in a rundown. So they don't score in that inning. And then, of course, almost oh, yeah. the exact it, it was, same It was like a chopper, and he was way off. And he was way he off. And, caught. And it was just a bad hit. Contreras got caught out there on a play. I think the exit velocity wasn't enough on that. I think that's what the problem oh, that, was. That's the point I wanted to make. And it was in this game with Nico Horner is that there were balls. He would made that amazing jump throw. Where, you know, he, yep. he, he came around and you did do an incredible job at that. But Nico, give it and take it because like some of those exit velocity balls in the hole where I've seen Javi smother that ball a million times. Now, maybe he, I don't know, airmails it or something, but a lot of times he didn't and would get those balls. Nico, it's going off the, the leather. And it was yep. going off. And so I wasn't, just wasn't as uh, clean. I, Nico giveth and taketh. I feel like his range isn't great, but when the when he can get to the ball, he can make the play. The, you know, that's kind of that, how I feel about and, it. And that's what makes him a really fucking good second baseman. Second baseman. And then you got Rivas in front of it. He's Mexican, and, and he was grew up in Southern California, but most a lot of his family lives in Mexico, so they all come up to San Diego to see him play. And some of them, it was the first time that his family got to see him play. And yeah. uh, he hits a home run right in front of him. But it wasn't really a home run. It goes off that guy, Azokar's. Uh, yeah, it was, he had a little yeah. assist of uh, Azokar, yeah. Yeah. And so that was pretty hilarious. So he hits the home run. So, like, we just come up a bit short. But uh, Gaselman got hit, Gahard. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he's very good, but he's who we got now because the team's got COVID. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, you know, VR was another one who balls were bouncing off his glove. Like, his mitt is not great out there. So, like, God, it's like, you know, you're, you get 10 hits in this game. You come up short San Diego because San Diego gets 11. And it just feels like today we end up on the short side of the game where or, or on the long side of the game, whereas yesterday we were, went up on the short side. Frank and we could tank, have easily been on the short side today because, again, that defense today, almost what, gave it away. what inning was it? I think it was the seventh, sixth six inning. Yeah, they, they started kicking the ball all over and gave them like two or three extra outs. But first I want to get to game two is uh, still at the end of that okay. game. Two outs, they just kept – Kept at it, you know, two outs, two out rally, like the biggest fake rally of fake rallies that ever fake rallied. And like Suzuki gets on, Hap gets on, everybody gets on. And then Frank the Tank with the chance, all he needs is a single, I think, to go ahead. <laughs> but uh, but he ends up hitting the warning track shot, and you could see the the disappointment on his face when it didn't happen. I think we all felt the same about it. Um, right. I did watch it, the end of this one. It would have been amazing if he had hit a grand slam, of course. But it's not, it's not what they needed. Now, at the same time, 
he's up there. He's been struggling. Yeah, you just hit the ball hard. Yeah, if you can, and you can't fault the guy for almost hitting a home run. I mean, he was in the middle seat, not but twenty four hours earlier. Yeah, you know, I know. Just His back still hurts, smelling Jack's <laughs> farts. Um, so um, then, all right, game three today. We'll talk about this game, and then, uh, but so Cubs win seven to five. Uh, another great game by Rivas. Uh, it just comes through like really in the clutch at the end, breaks it open with the the two run uh, two run single. I think it was. Uh, he's now batting two eighty nine with the eight eighty seven OPS. Uh, an- another good game by Ortega. Uh, went two for five. We have uh, Contreras just on fire. He gets the home run. He's now batting three hundred four with a nine thirty five OPS. I actually, I actually did want to point that out. Like. I'm not exactly sure when they normally do arbitrations, but I don't, I mean, because the Cubs really haven't done a lot of them over the years, but his arbitration is coming up and the Ricketts have no leg to stand on here, right? He's just fucking killing it right now. He's, he's showing how good a hitter, how good a catcher he is. Like he's just fucking doing it all. And uh, he's been DH a few times uh, and done well there. He has uh, just all this talent, all this ability, and the Ricketts don't want to give him an extra like $1 million for this year, which is a year they're going to trade him anyway and never have him again, so they wouldn't even pay the whole thing. Like, Let alone $20 insane. million dollars a year for the next you know, however many years, which he's totally worth six years. Yeah. Which is exactly he's worth, but they're undervaluing catchers right now for whatever reason. There's like a weird thing going on right now. I think it's may, might be DH related where they'll just go, okay, we can have a guy hit 200 down there. Cause it's still better oh, than a pitcher. But yeah, but I thought Danny, I'm, I'm confused. I thought, I thought that they were going to create new jobs. All new players who never had a chance were going to come into the league and they were going to play DH every day and they were going to fucking hit 800 home runs and it was going to be a wonderful fucking thing. Uh, so you're telling me now that that's not how the DH is working? I wonder, I wonder who knew that coming into this. Well, they don't care. The same guy who, who's fucking pissed off about Kyle Hendricks not getting to go one more out. But I was wrong about that, too. Crawley, you're in the house. Uh, in I'm going to grab 400. a beer. Start talking, Crawley. I'm literally in the house. The house that Stu has built, Club 400. Um, the world's greatest man, Cubs man cave that you could find, man. I mean, a little bit of everything. There's Sir William right here. So What's we up, got William? Sir William hanging out. Uh, so- this was in front of the VIP. Uh, in case you don't know what I'm doing and why I'm not on the show... Uh, it is volunteer night, getting ready for Strowman event, which is two weeks away. We're under 30 tickets. I know that Danny's going to be there. I know Infield Fly Girl's going to be here. I know Bill Sugas is going to be here. I know there's going to be other ranters that will probably try to come in. This is where all the magic is done. You can see all the worker elves right here. This is not uh, child labor here. These are all people that are agreeing to help out and kind of get everything all kind of set up here so we are working hard and diligently to make sure that the stroman event goes off without a hitch yeah so i'm going to put up the uh the uh, single thing right now we usually do this at announcements but uh club 400 presents marcus stroman friday may 27th it's from 6 to 10 p.m with your ticket it includes a picture with marcus a swag bag uh with marcus's autograph ball 
uh, free food, drinks, including beer, live music, including me, uh, auctions, all to benefit three great charities. It's uh, the Height Doesn't Measure Heart. Uh, there's also the Lost Boys, who this show supports. And on top of it, we're going to be supporting Club 400 as well. So, um, And all the work that they do throughout the year to keep this thing going, which Crawley's a part of tonight. So, uh, so Crawley, how are people feeling there after a big series win, the, technically the first series win of the year? Uh, we, we all were able to exhale on that final out, but no one was comfortable until that umpire called that out. I mean, that was uh, that was not the most – I mean, Ildemaro Vargas, I hope they got him a bus ticket to the Greyhound back to – I don't know where. I don't care where. Just not near this team. I can't believe how bad he was today. I mean, I know he wasn't they, in the they lineup. They can't send him anywhere now that Horner's ankle is the size of a softball. Um, you're good. Yeah, nice of the umpire to get out of the way. But uh, yeah, Cubs are Cubs are banged up, unfortunately, and if it's some stupid fluke stuff. You got COVID going on, and then you got the umpire in your way. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, one thing to keep in mind though is that Robel Garcia, if you remember that blast from the past. Has been looking really good. So just kind of, kind of, you know, God, he was still here. I think when Madden was here. So we're talking about 2019. 2019, yeah. So this guy's kind of coming back. He's playing really well, and so I he could I, never I would, he he could never hit a, an off speed pitch. That was his issue. Like he yeah, just never could. could the other issue up. was, as you know, the Cubs would always kind of get into these offensive slumps, and I think he was doing really well in the six seven hole. And then Joe moved him up, I think, batting leadoff. Second, second yeah. Kind of didn't really work. I, I would, you know, like I said, what do I know? But I don't know. I think if you kind of put him in the right spot, he may have succeeded. Might have been too much too quick. But uh, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, that was a big series win. It wasn't easy. Uh, to scratch out a series win was impressive. But I think I shart myself when uh, Will Myers hit that uh, fly out that landed exactly where Frank Schwindel's did at the night. Exactly. Day. It was it was their turn to come up just a little bit short, you know. So and it felt if didn't it felt like we they came up short today and we came up short uh, yesterday. It was just like in in the same way, like the 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 game was kind of off the rails. There was a lot of mistakes made, whether it be on the base pads or uh, weird things happening, injuries in the middle, like all sorts of things. And then one, it was just two wild games in a row and a gem. And I just don't, I series. don't, I don't know what Efros did to piss somebody off, but every time that poor guy gets on the mound, everything just goes to shit. I mean, the guy literally had to get like six outs in an inning. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just it. It's like we tried to p- piss the game away. Uh, like we did the night before, but we didn't, and somehow it worked out. I mean, the Padres, I mean, they, they weren't playing the tightest, and, you know, I, I, I don't know what that's about because they have a winning record coming into playing the Cubs in a really tough division. So to see the Cubs, like, after getting pantsed by the Dodgers just three days ago, it was nice to see, like, playing the – and they're the first-place team – and then the second place team, you take two or three, and you could have easily taken three of three. Right, but could they have been playing down to the Cubs? I mean, we've seen this before from the Cubs' perspective. They may have just not been quite ready because they think it's going to be a little easier than it, than it was. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, hats off to Keegan Thompson, who pitched a very good game. And, I mean, not great, but, I mean, like, he kept you in it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I 
I'll put up the box here because once again, we thank God tomorrow's off because we used all the pitchers again. <laughs> it's like we used five to get out of this one. Uh, Rowan Wick had to do two innings, so I don't know if he'll even be available on Friday uh, in the next uh, starts. Uh, Givens pitched terribly, uh, gave up the two home runs, let them back I- into the game. Efros uh, pitched one inning, but it was really the equivalent of two innings. Martin came in, only gave up a hit and got out of it, and Thompson went uh, – uh, four innings and 61 pitches. So that was pretty, oh, that was uh, eight pitches short of nice. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we, we can't – it feels good. To, I'm so glad we're doing this show after a win. It's like it would have sucked otherwise. Uh, but, oh, and, and yeah, it, imagine how angry I'd be if we had lost. And, <laughs> and, and the fact is we're talking about the middle of the May to get our first series victory. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's just so stupid. So, Crawley, we're going to let you go. Get back there. We're going to take it to a commercial break. We just recapped this entire series. Cubs win it. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll uh, be right back. We'll talk about all the injuries. Woohoo, Illinois! And so, I'm going to uh, leave the room without closing down. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Club <laughs> Club 400 Cubs is where you buy the tickets to Marcus Stroman in that event. I will drop the link in the chat right away. And there are only 30 tickets left. How much does it cost? Like 200 bucks? 250? Yep. $200, yep. $200. Bonus? That's nothing in this day of uh, and, and age of uh, inflation. $200. Last year, that was only $40. I, I, I can just tell you, I'm going to an event uh, June 19th, 18th, uh, 19th, and just to get, not even telling all the guys I got, but just for me to get a J, two Jason Hayward autographs is going to cost me roughly $230. And that's no food, no beer, no picture, no nothing. This this is the best bargain that you're going to get for the dollar. Can, can I ask why you're <laughs> spending all that $200 on Jason Hayward's autograph? Because <laughs> I start projects and I'm a completist, so I got to finish the damn project. A completist? I didn't, I didn't never heard of that term. Oh, oh, I have. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it, you get that little perfectionist itch and you're like, oh, well, it's not exactly right. I need to get this one thing. Kind of like Crawley and his, like, not being able to get Almora's uh, doing the one the one little thing. Twenty sixteen like, nope, WS champs. Yeah. Not just it's fucking. I'd rather just not even have it if it's not right. I'm with you, Crowley. I understand. Well, maybe now that he plays for the Reds, uh, you can go over there because nobody's paying attention to him at all. In fact, you could probably sneak onto the field and no one will even notice. So, well, I hope to see everybody here on uh, May 27th. And uh, how do I get out of here without shutting you guys down? Uh, I well, how about if I just remove just, you from here and I'll kick yeah, you we out can, of the room? We can kill you. There yeah, you go. I, I'll kill you. There you go. Okay. Um. So I think he's got to don't end broadcast. He's got to leave studio. Is what he. So here's a quick commercial break. Please become a Patreon supporter at sunranto.com/slash/patreon. Um. Here's a quick commercial. We'll be right back to talk about injuries. <laughs> All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. 
you can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agark Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by ColorCast. Uh, ColorCast is a free, live, audio-only sports talk platform, uh, which you can download and use with us. So you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time, uh, Watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, live game watches together, and you can share your own experiences with hot takes on the app. So all you need to do is you go and download the ColorCast app free at the iOS App Store. They're working on an Android version. You create a profile, you link your Twitter, and you join the, let's say, MLB group. Uh, You follow the Sunranto Show at Sunranto Show to be notified when the room goes live. And uh, we go live right now. Pretty much every Wednesday, but we sometimes do Sundays, and now that the season started, we're sometimes doing live game watches and calling the game ourselves. We just have a lot of fun on there, and uh, you can come and talk to us, just have a good time and hang out. So download ColorCast and bring your spiciest takes. Welcome back to the Sun Ranto Show. So, um, not, not the greatest news in the world. The Cubs are pretty banged up right now. Um, it, it's kind of, um, I mean, not, I I guess you can't call COVID banged up. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish people would continue to take it a little more, like, I don't know, pay a little more attention to it. Like it's definitely way better than it was. Like we're in the end part of this, but you have to get all 27 outs like you you can't fucking be one inning away and just quit like yeah, and that well, feels like where we're at a little bit and people are starting to get it like a, a bunch of kids at my son's school got it at prom this weekend you know it's yeah. like my sister it, has it right now for example it's like you know it's definitely going around again this we're in a wave of it and it's like it's just a reality that these baseball teams have to deal with right now because you can't have that person giving it to the rest of the team so right. uh and that's the main thing and as even though like 
the odds of get like my sister's got a, a a crappy case like she's like feels like she has the flu you know but she's also like has three shots and stuff but it's like it's not great you're still sick so Marcus Stroman it's not like he just has it and is fine he's he might be actually ill and can't pitch right now so I mean and, and he and might feel Robertson, fine but that's not quite up to the level you need to be to be a major league baseball pitcher yeah, like exactly that's a, a level we don't. Most of us don't understand. So because of it, we're missing David Robertson, who's on the 10-day. We're missing uh, Marcus Stroman, uh, who's on the 10-day. So I'm not sure. I mean, thank God for the off day tomorrow because without it, uh, I don't know (laughs) where we end up. So here's all the things that happened. Sean Newcomb. I'm going to go – actually, let me go backwards. So Frank Schwindel was optioned to the Iowa Cubs. Dude, that's <laughs> – That was the start of it. Then he got a flat tire and didn't have to go. Um, then we select the contract of Adrian Sampson from the Iowa Cubs. So Sampson comes up. We're predicting he's going to get a start. He does not. Marcus Stroman goes to the 10-day. That was the corresponding move. Uh, then they signed free agent Luke Farrell to a fri- minor league contract. Um, then they, in, in, they get rid of Samson and they bring up Connor Menez. Now, did Menez pitch? I don't believe he did. I don't think so. In the chat, if you are, we're going to say he did not pitch in the chat. If you have different, I don't remember seeing Menez yeah. pitch. So, uh, so he gets uh, selected, but then he doesn't pitch. Then, um, uh, let's see what else we got. Oh yeah. Then, so Adrian Sampson's then sent away Frank Schwindel comes back. Then David Robertson gets COVID and sent down. Then we get um, uh, Ildemaro Vargas from the Iowa Cubs, who comes up and almost ruins the game today. Uh, Locke St. John, who had been uh, DFA'd, was then claimed off waivers by the Mets, so we lose him. Nobody cares. Oh, you are so frustrated, too. You never got to see him. You never got to see him play with us. You wanted that so bad. I'm no, sorry, I think Danny. He, he pitched with the Cubs. He he came up at some point and did something. Did he earlier in the yeah, season? He had a game. Yeah, he was up. He was he was up. He definitely was up. And then uh, Michael Hermosillo unfortunately has a left quadriceps strain, and he goes on the ten day retroactive to May eighth. Then the Cubs uh, designate Adrian Sampson DFA him. Then they place Nick Madrigal <laughs> on the ten day with a low back strain. We activate Wade Miley, so he comes back and pitches. We already talked about him. Mark Leiter Jr. then gets recalled from the Iowa Cubs. And then Sean Newcomb, uh, who we just got, a left-hander, he goes on the uh, 10-day with a left ankle sprain. And then you also got Seiya Suzuki kind of uh, banged up a little bit because he hit first base real hard. And today... You've got uh, Nico Horner bumping into the umpire, who shouldn't have been where he was, Dan freaking Iasonia in the way. And so that's what you're looking at. And right now, I have no idea who's on this team. (laughs) Right. Who's on first? Who's on second? Who's on third? Like, nobody knows. Some point on Friday morning, I will take a look at the Cubs roster and see. Because I imagine there's people getting on planes, sitting in middle seats all over America <laughs> right now. And, and coming to play baseball in Arizona this weekend. Well, I mean, this is how we got Nico Horner, right? Like, he was on his parents' couch. His season had ended already. And every shortstop we had died. They, they 
were buried. They had a funeral, and they brought mass, him up off the couch. A mass grave of shortstops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And um, so, uh, and then we wanted to do. I wanted. To, I asked you today to bring back because I'm always thinking like, oh, we're going to be short on time. I, we're, I don't have enough material for a whole show. And oh then, yeah, and, and you know better. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I do know better, but we're doing it anyway. Even though the the pictures are old, uh, we're gonna do a little. Where are they now? Where are they now? How I miss those companions who walk the canyons of the night by my side. Where are they now? We get to see. Uh, the last guy in that picture, uh, Zach Davies, Zotch Davies, he, he's pitching Friday. I totally forgot to do you, you Darvish though. It just totally slipped my mind because you were like the, you know, the Blue Friday guys, and you know, yeah, that's Blue Friday though. You Darvish's White Flag Friday or whatever yeah. day that happened. Right. I'll look. No, up. but that's why I just totally like is I spaced it. I'll look. So uh, yeah. So the guys that we could have had. If uh, the front office had decided that the fans were worth giving a good team to, uh, are you know the ones I'm looking at is Anthony Rizzo, Kyle Schwarber, Chris Bryant, and Javi Baez. Now, would we have been better or not? That's always the question. So, you know, I'm going to actually give you these guys uh, based on their OPS plus. We'll start with that. In uh, the order is Anthony Rizzo. Right now has an OPS plus of 162. 162. And if you're wondering, that would be number one on the cups. They're the best OPS plus is Wilson Contreras at 155. Um, Kyle Schwarber, also doing fairly well, has an OPS of 111, right? 11 points above the 100, which is the, the, even mark of baseball is 100. So uh, those are the top two. And now we get to Chris Bryant, the golden boy. He is the best ever. I don't know. He's uh, playing out there in Colorado, which is going to possibility of putting him in the Hall of Fame, right? <laughs> According no. to Gordon Whitmire, he could probably get there. But his OPS plus is only 92. 92. So that would put him just over Rafael Ortega and just behind Nico Horner on this team if he had a 92. Uh, and then we get to Javi Baez, who had some injuries, had some issues, and he's Javi Baez. Uh, he's a OPS plus of 87. Wow. And that would also put him between Rafael Ortega and Nico Horner. Um, but when you, so I wanted to start with those because I'm not really sure how the math works. As everyone knows, I'm great at math. I love math and al algorithms and all this shit. But anyway, so we go up to Anthony Rizzo at the 162. He's got nine home runs. That's pretty good. This, you know, well, short porch, you know, right. But a month into the season, nine home runs. And yes, he is going to feast on that short porch. At Yankee Stadium, for sure. Uh, that's why. That's why he's still there. 
Uh, he's hitting 231, 350, 538 for an 888 OPS. I mean, that 350 uh, OBP is great. Like, that's that's Anthony Rizzo. Like, that's why he's the knew. greatest leadoff hitter in history. Right. We knew who this guy was. Even when he's bad, he's good. Like, yeah. it feels like it. Um, you know, and then Kyle Schwarber. So, Kyle Schwarber has seven home runs. Also pretty good, right? A, That's where we're getting that. band box in Philadelphia. I don't know how yep, many Another band box. We have OPS plus of 111. Um, but when we look at his numbers beyond the homers, he's batting 192. That sounds like him, though. Like, he's Bam Bam Bigelow. You know what I mean? Like, he's... 192, 294 OBP, Ooh. right? Ooh. OBP. But... Brutal. 30% of the time, he's still getting on, even with that shitty, you know, he's 100 points better on OBP. And then uh, a 443 uh, slugging for a 727 OPS overall. You want to hear something crazy, too? Because I'm like, oh, he's playing in a bandbox in Philadelphia. Six of his seven home runs have come in the away ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. He's batting 161. At uh, <laughs> Citizens Bank and only has one dog there at 526 wow. OPS. Yeah, he's he's got a 195 SOPS plus on uh, the road. <laughs> so yeah. just whatever the hell that means. I mean, it's now, wild. and if you're wondering where the Cubs might sit in some of those, right? We got, uh, and there's not a single Cub with more home runs than either one of those guys or even close. Five home runs is the closest we got. Uh, and that's Patrick Wisdom, of course, the rookie, all-time rookie season leader in home runs. Um, you know, and then in OPS, we have nobody above Anthony Rizzo, and we have uh, four guys above Kyle Schwarber in OPS. Yeah, OPS. and Anthony Rizzo, by the same measure, uh, he has seven home runs at Yankee Stadium and only two of his home runs are away. He that makes more sense. He has an SOPS plus of 206 at home and 82 on the road. So, <laughs> and it's that he hates those hotel beds. We know this about him. He he can't sleep at the Comfort Inn. He just he needs his his uh Sealy beauty rest. Yep, and he's with the Yankees, so every time he goes to Toronto, he feels all uncomfortable because he's unvaccinated, and everybody gives him shit. You know, like he's. I don't know. I think weird. I think he got it now. I I think he did too, because you can't play in Toronto if you don't. He he finished his research, and he and he uh, he came to the conclusion (laughs) that finally he came to the conclusion that I'm not going to get paid for 19 games out of this year. Yeah, if I don't uh, get this thing. So okay, so we then we get to Chris Bryant. Much bigger park, of course, but uh, Chris Bryant, everybody thought, course, you know, it's a bigger park, but it's thin air. We're all going to go zero home runs for Chris Bryant. None. Nada. He is, he is batting 281, though. That's good. 338. Yeah, but you're not paying for 281 for Chris Bryant. You know no. what I mean? Like that's not why you give that contract is first you some guy comes up and hits no home runs. Like it hits 281. Dude, that's like Ildemaro Vargas out of like a good month. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It is so and he's got it so he's got a 689 OPS. Like he's a below the 700 range there. And he's that injured. Is, and yeah. he's injured. Yeah. Right. So now he is, but but you know, hey. 
more power to him. He, he, he got the money and he's living in Colorado. That's fun. Um, and then Javi Baez, he has two homers. Uh, he's hitting 224. That very Javi like 267, 353 slugging, only a 620 OPS. Oof. Uh, 267 is, yeah, that's, I mean, and he's been hurt too. So, but exactly, he's been hurt too. He's still, is amazing in the field and on the base bat. Like he's still doing El Mago stuff, even. And that's the thing. It's like, you're going to get your money out of Javi Baez just based on pure entertainment. And, you know, where you might not get that money out of uh, Chris Bryant if he doesn't start hitting those home runs. So I, I want to play a, uh, that, oh, you're done, right? That's done. the end of it. Okay, well, I, to be honest, like looking at those numbers right now, I don't feel so bad, you know, like except for, I mean, Rizzo, I think they should have locked up. Personally, I just think, I think his numbers are, are worse. But like, as much as I like Alfonso Rivas and stuff and what he did today, anyway, the recency bias, for the most part, I I always think that you kind of, need one guy to build around and like first base that's going to age pretty well he i think he should have been a lifelong cub i think you could you could have built him into the next great cubs team that because he's going to give you that defense you know but right the rest of them looking at those numbers as much as i miss javi specifically I well mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now i would you know and it, it's the same thing as it was way way back when, before all this was happening, we were just speculating. I still want Javi and Rizzo. I think those are the two that you keep. Yeah. And well, it's over. Be, be, because they bring, like, yes, Javi's offense isn't great. Rizzo's is going to be, like, he's just general. He's a very consistent guy. And, you know, and Javi gives you everything on defense. I mean, yeah. we're seeing what it's like right now to not have that like good shortstop and yeah. it would be well, great to have him right now. So we'll he, they he give ages. you a little more than just the offensive numbers. We'll see how he ages. Um, and uh, I wanted to play real quick. I wanted him to come on the show tonight and he forgot bleacher Jeff getting lots of love out there in, uh, in the world. Yeah, of the Ian App calling yeah. him out fucking in the game. Yeah, now I, first, first though, well, I'm going to play it. I'm don't gonna, talk to Ian Happ during the game. You fucking assholes. And that's all I'll say about that. Well, check this out. <laughs> so if you guys can find Bleacher Jeff right behind me. Long hair with the beanie right on the corner. That's my guy. Here through thick and thin. Just incredible. Freaking Bleacher uh, it, Jeff getting all the love. And if you want to see what else Bleacher Jeff can do with his hands, you should come see the Bleacher Band on May 21st at Output. Because, uh, man, he's just living his best life ever. And today, Bleacher Jeff, I drove him to the tow pound. He got his car out. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, he's selling it on Carvana now because he had to get it out to sell it because it's just had the check engine light, gotten tickets. Like, there's a long Bleacher Jeff story, but things are looking up for Bleacher Jeff, let me tell you about it. But, um, no, yeah, seriously, Gary, you think I'm Gary kidding, Bronner, but that's really what we did today. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Bronner-Meyer points out that he was called out on uh, the Compound podcast last year. You know, and, and yes, that's awesome too, but, I mean, ESPN, 
Yeah. Like there are people all over this country. Like the fuck? Bleacher Jeff. Bleacher Jeff. Who's the the most famous cup fan ever? He's like literally taking over for Roddy Woo Woo in front of our eyes. It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hope he starts wearing a uniform soon. (laughs) so um all right well we're going to take another quick commercial break then we're going to come back and we're going to preview the diamondback series and then we're going to talk on the color cast app right after that so uh join us there yeah you guys can come on the color cast app and fucking you know light me up for what is apparently the worst take on kyle Hendricks that has ever been taken we'll be right back the Sun Ranto Show is always brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Well, who are the Super Ranters? Well, Super Ranters, they have their own RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered to their inbox or podcatcher. They get bonus content, uh, for example, like the recording of our ColorCast conversations. Uh, they get exclusive access to the Sun Ranto Super Ranters Facebook page and our private Discord channel, uh, which we've been using a fair amount this season. Our Patreon patrons are also eligible for all our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and uh, Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts, which we'll get to later on in the year once the weather finally gets better. Um, there's Perks at every level. $5 Super Ranters get to hear all the Cubs parody songs before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our shows and have access to our Cubs uh, daily shows, which are are called Sun Ranto Singles. Uh, at $12, you get the Rancher calendar every year. And uh, you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. So uh, the most important thing is we like to give back to our community here in Chicago. So 10% of all of our Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. It is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community here. Here's the thing. It costs a lot of money and time for us to produce a great Cubs fan show and, frankly, a penny a download from our podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies. It's just not enough to keep Sun Ranto on the air. We have hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment, tickets, batteries, guitar strings. Well, it all just adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and beyond. Help us produce the Sun Ranto show. You know, if you would buy each of us a $12 beer at Wrigley just for doing the Sun Ranto show, then join at the $3 level. That's 3 bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley a year. Patreon.com slash Sun Ranto is where you sign up. That's Patreon.com slash Sun Ranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. Subscribe today and you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron again because the show will be ad-free. Stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us today. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate your favorite team. So a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in sportsdrink. That's spelled like sports drink, but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. 
This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunrancho.com slash StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sun Ranto Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunrancho.com slash StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunrancho.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sunranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunrancho.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. sunrancho.com slash StubHub and sunrancho.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sunranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck and it won't cost you a single penny it don't stink to click our link and thanks to all of you who have been using our stub hub link uh i, I believe they owe us four dollars right now it's pretty awesome Ooh, they have yeah, because cups tickets dubbed our hub well, the Cubs tickets are so cheap that you don't really get anything from it. It's like literally between 1% and 4%. And it just doesn't add up to much. But thank you for doing it. Uh, maybe someday the Cubs will be good and we'll get money from it because you gave because you gave StubHub money. Um, and also, one other thing, a little note about our uh, Amazon uh, at sunranto.com slash Amazon. We have the Amazon uh, purchaser of the month. We still don't have a catchy name for that. The Sunranto Amazon purchaser thing of the month. But last month, the Swerfer, the guy who won the, who bought the Swerfer, won. Oh, and did we they find out the who that is. Yeah, finally. Yeah, it was Scott Anderson. Uh, won. He bought his daughter the Swerfer, and uh, so now Scott has won some Bleacher Boom Band uh shot glasses. And also is the proud owner owner of a Swerfers, <laughs> and he said they're a lot of fun. Your kids love it. They it looks amazing. I seriously, I'm thinking about getting a Swerfer. Yeah, get a Swerfer. I might, I'm, I might have to Swerf. And yeah. and what was it last week that Bleacher Jeff was going to Swerf back and forth between your apartments? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Um, so let's talk about the Diamondbacks. They are seventeen and fifteen, better than the Cubs. They uh, this past week they swept Miami. Then they uh, won two of three against Colorado. Then they played Miami right away again, and uh, they won the first two games. But then uh, they tied it up in the eighth tonight today in the afternoon, and then Miami. Knocked out an eight-run ninth and beat them. So uh, they're they're, they're going to be limping into this next series. I that, I, that sounds like a, a closer that was a little overworked. And maybe they didn't have a closer for that third game. And I don't know what happened. Know. I just saw that it did happen. <laughs> so I, I'll have to look to how that went down. And as far as, uh, I mean, they're doing better than people thought. So they have a winning record, which I don't think anybody predicts them to have at the end of this year. But they do now in a tough division. So take that for what it's worth. Well, that division is somehow better than every other division ever anywhere. Like, it's it's insane that they're all over 500 because they're beating up on everybody else. Yeah. Uh, So their offense... 
they're, this is in the majors. The, they're eighth in OPS in the majors. They're eighth in home runs. They're second in walks. So they take their walks, but they are fourth in strikeouts. So they do strike out quite a bit. They're average in stolen bases and, but they've scored the eighth fewest runs. Ooh, that's some good pitching. Yeah. So, uh, Cubs have actually, when I looked this up, which was, uh, during today's game, Cubs had scored one more run than them. So <laughs> doesn't feel that way, does it? Um, when it comes to their bullpen, too, yeah, you said it's good pitching, but actually they've got the third worst bullpen ERA. So it's starters. Yeah, the bullpen is terrible. And uh, the Cubs are a full run better out of the bullpen. Uh, they're average in giving up homers and walks. They're second worst in striking out, striking guys out out of the bullpen. Uh, the Cubs are number two in K's out of the bullpen, right behind, guess who? Surprise, surprise, Cincinnati, the worst team in the majors. And how does that happen? Well, it's when your bullpen takes all the innings. <laughs> That's how you do it. Right. That's how you lead in that stupid stat. Um. Uh, so, anyway, defensively, Arizona has the third most errors. So, hopefully, we can just, like, run rampant on them and, uh, you know, cause wreak havoc on the base pass by just getting on, hit, get putting the ball in play. I feel like if you got a team that you're going up against them and they commit a lot of errors, I feel like at that point you can take advantage of that just by hitting the ball. Um, their 713 der is uh, defensive efficiency ratio for you newbies here at the show uh, is um, it's way better than the Cubs 693, which is below league average, and they are above league average. Um, and uh, the weather doesn't matter there because they play in a dome. It'll be air conditioned inside because it's going to be 105 on Sunday there, 103 oh on Saturday with the low of 69. Nice. And That's 90, a nice night. 97 on Friday. So it's going to be hot. Hot, hot. These games are at 840 uh, Central. These are all Central time. 840 on Apple TV, so who knows how the hell we'll watch it. I have no clue. Oh, just radio. DM me, people. Actually, you know what? I will put it on Reddit. So all you assholes that don't want to go to Reddit, I'll put it on the Sunranto Reddit. I'll put the link where you can find it because I know how to get baseball. And, um, well, I don't, so I'm just going to put the radio on and it'll be fine. I'll listen to Pat. Um, it's, they're going to have a fireworks post game. So that should be fun. Which uh, is awesome because the, the roof is closed. Yeah. It's it, yeah. So watch <laughs> out. Um, don't wear any no, flammable. The fireworks will be outside and everybody else is inside, not being able to see them because their roof is closed. Uh, Smiley's going to pitch in this game against the Dodgers on May 7th. Three runs, two earned, uh, 4.1 innings, uh, 94 pitches in that one after laboring in the first inning. And uh, they're going to send out our old friend Zotch Davies, which let's take a look at what uh, he's been doing. Oh, my God, he's good again. Uh, 334 earned run average. His last outing, he got into the seventh inning, three hitter, two walks, six Ks against Colorado. Um Pitched well against St. Louis. Two, I mean, two runs, none earned. Only three hits through five innings. Only one walk. He's pitching well. Really only had one bad outing where he gave up five runs against the Mets in New York. But, damn, that sucks. And then uh, the Cubs, 
they really don't do much against Zotch Davies. Uh, in 111 overall plate appearances, we're only batting 177. Oh, wait, David Bodie hit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, David Bodie's not in this game. But <laughs> Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras does have two dogs off of him, and Jason Hayward has a home run off of him. But, I mean, Ian Happ's bad uh, against oh, him. We didn't even mention. I'm, I'm going to mention it real fast. Jason Hayward getting robbed of a home run today. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. That dude, just brutal for the guy. Jay Hayes having himself a year, actually. He's doing okay. Um, game two is going to be at 7-10 uh, Central Time. And uh, th- this, I would assume, is going to be Kyle Hendricks because it would be if you don't n- – I mean, you get the d- off day, so you can reset it at that point. But they haven't announced want. anybody they haven't, because TV. they all have to take COVID tests first. Yeah, well, we'll see how the off day goes. So I, so Hendo, I'm, if he doesn't pitch in the Saturday game and they do a bullpen thing, he'll definitely pitch Sunday. So let's just take a look. I don't know. I, I think Hendo may not pitch the rest of the year because he threw too many pitches the other night. Could I think be. he's done. He was gassed. His arm is, is, is a noodle now. He's ruined. He'll never pitch again. Uh, well, see, dude, if he like gets knocked out in the third inning of this game and like <laughs> has to leave with an injury, like you're going to eat so much crow. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> So uh, the, the Diamondbacks against Hendo, there's a lot of experience against him. David Peralta, uh, in 21 plate appearance, has five hits. He's hitting 278. But um, overall, they don't do too good against him. The only home run is from Jordan Luplo. So there's not there's, – I mean, they don't do great against Hendo. But um, – I don't know. It's a bit of a mixed bag. They've seen him a lot. And we're going to go against Gallon, Zach Gallon, who's been really good. He went uh, no runs over five hits, seven Ks against Colorado last time he went out there. He's been good this year. He's got a .95 earned run average on the season. So wow. he's only – I mean, the, he gave up two runs in one game and he, in, against Well, and, that, and, and that's what I said. I mean, when you said that they are so bad in scoring runs and they have a over 500 record, that's some good pitching. That's, yeah, and it's know. the starters, not the bullpen. So get to yeah. the bullpen. And then uh, Willie is two for two against him, and that's it pretty much as far as guys facing Zach Gallen. And then um, Umberto Castellanos is 2-1 and one with a 432, and he's going to go out there in the last game. He is announced, and now we're getting towards the back of their rotation. He's got a, a – last time he went out there, he gave up three earned runs through 5.1 against Miami. Uh, but before that, he gave up no runs on four hits. So uh, we'll see what he gives, gives us. He did get knocked out of a game against St. Louis where he gave up five runs through two. Um, the Andrelton Simmons is the only person that was supposed to be on the Cubs that has ever seen Umberto Castellanos. Will we get an Andrelton Simmons by, what, that's four days away or something? Uh, it could be. But I, I don't. We don't necessarily need him because, uh, especially against Umberto, because in his one plate appearance, he struck out. So we don't really need. <laughs> we don't want to see him. So and then I don't know. Like if they, it this could means be he's Miley. due. It could be Miley again on Sunday. You know, you could throw Miley. Like I don't know how they're going to set it up. I don't know if he, Strowman's coming back. Like we, there's a lot of moving parts. So we just he don't only know. has uh, three innings on that arm. There's no reason not to, but you have to have, I think with Miley, because he's still, I think, working into game shape, right? So yeah. 
your best bet, like he went three. Your best bet on this next start is maybe going to be four. You know, so you need to have your guys ready and, you know, so they need their their Keegan Thompson ready, but he pitched today. And Adrian Adrian Sampson back on the Cubs. Book yep. it. G- Gazelle, Gazelleman. Gazelleman. You know, yeah. like it's got to be one of those guys or else. Hitting, hit Gahard. <laughs> so uh, after the after this show, we're going on the ColorCast app we're, and uh, just follow Sunranto show and you can hang out with us. Uh, Bleacher Bum Band is playing on May 21st. And it's going to be a lot of fun, Michael. You're going to be there. And, I uh, will. I will be there. I will be sitting in a corner, hiding because I don't want to talk to any of you people. So come <laughs> and make sure to find Michael Cotton and kick him in the face. <laughs> um, so I'm dropping the link for that. There is an event on Facebook that you can join, and um, then you can say, "Hey, I'm coming to this," and it makes our event look like it's going to be a lot of fun. And then more people see it on Facebook, and then we have a bigger party. So join the event. And um, also, this is just side note: I'm having a little birthday fundraiser because I'm trying to get new sound equipment at Trapdoor Theater right now. So uh, my birthday's tomorrow. So uh, you don't have to buy me a gift. You don't have to donate to this thing. But I did uh, p- post it and pin it to my Facebook profile, and I'm doing like a. Uh, fundraiser for my birthday how people do and i'm hoping that i can get a whole new sound system in there by the time that next year's uh season rolls around how much money do you need danny i don't know but i'm guessing probably uh, i would guess a thousand bucks i could do it for you could do it for a thousand no that's good yeah so people we're going for one thousand six hundred ninety dollars let's do it yeah, $1,690.69. Let's do it. Nice. So, uh, TFC, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Do you have one? I, Of course I do. I have one. Go ahead. Hold on. I got to find mine now because it's, right, not, where I left. it's not where I left it. Here here's, it a, here's a White Sox fan. Uh, well, here's the White Sox on Twitter tweeting out today, following multiple, multiple positive COVID-19 tests with the Cleveland Guardians organization. Today's game has been postponed to allow for continued testing and contact tracing. Major League Baseball will provide a rescheduling update when it becomes available. And a White Sox fan immediately replied to the Chicago White Sox Twitter account, who has no say in anything, immediately replied, want, this is Justin, says, want a refund, not tickets to another game, a refund. If we're still canceling games to COVID in 2022, I'm not risking taking another day off for this shit. Like, dude, nobody asked you. Yeah. <laughs> nobody asked you. Like, sorry. A refund, Twitter guy. I want a refund. Well, I, yeah. Oh, a refund. I mean, then th- you'll probably get a refund. I mean, yeah, exactly. No, that you will. If it's a Cubs game, you will not get a refund. You you got to go to that game, and that's game only. That's our policy. Twitter. Yeah, I think, well, it's, I think it's, White Sox are. I don't like their policy. White Sox got a better one, I think. That you can hand the tickets in and get a different tier or something. I think they got it better, but. Well, and yeah, because there's always seats open. <laughs> yeah, no. like, that's fine. <laughs> whatever you need to do, come back whenever. <laughs> okay. So uh yes, I was on uh I was on Reddit. I uh 
I made my opinion about uh, Kyle Hendricks getting a 26 out shutout ruined for him. And uh, this dude. So a number of people, very similar to how our chat was landed to me. A number of people landed to me. But this guy, this guy, this guy comes out on top. So he said, uh, it's bands, bands, bands. I'm not a huge fan of Ross as a manager, but the reasoning behind this take is horrendous. Kay Henny had 116 pitches and a hot hitter coming up. Okay. Hold on. Kay Henny. You don't get to say Kay Henny for any goddamn reason ever. That's a TFC. 100% right there. (laughs) No, it's Dr. Hendo and Mr. Kyle to you, and we got Dr. Hendo, except for I think we're going to get it's, Mr. Kyle on Sunday because he just t- pitched too much. Right, but you can, you, can too say, much. you can say Hendo, you can say Professor, you can say Kyle. No one has ever said K. Henny. What the? Like, that, that, that's like a that, – that makes me think it's like a children's book, like K. Henny Penny or some shit. Like, what? who is K. Henny? It it is nobody, <laughs> just this, like that it, guy that posted. But it, it's it's like those dudes. Like I think uh, Saturday Night Live did a skit. They're like, oh, bro, bro, yo, the K Henny. I love the K Henny. K Henny is ruling stuff like that. Well, it's your last <laughs> chance to get your chance in the chat. Uh, hashtag capital C chance, and uh, you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. And then uh, please join us on the ColorCast app right after here. Yeah, you can talk to M. Cotty on the ColorCast app. Here we go. Chance for a chance. Bernie Barron! Congratulations. She was part of the crew on my birthday uh, we had a great time out there. So congratulations, Bernie. You are the winner of Chance for a Chance. Look for that postcard in the mail. And plus, I, I owe a lot of people bleacher bum band shot glasses and things like that. Uh, so you'll be getting those. I'm going to be getting those out uh, sometime I, this weekend. I still owe Sonny Sarah's and John Baskey uh, hats. And they are coming, people. I, I, am, I, I am actually getting them made Ooh, for you. Fancy. So, uh, Spagog, everybody, we'll see you on the ColorCast app directly after after this. I'm just going to, what's, what song should I play? How about a little bit of, uh, I'm not in the Blue Friday. Let's do Cup Snake Guy. This is the <laughs> okay. old version. This isn't even Bleacher Bum Van version, but uh, here we go. Spagog. Spagog! Took the train from Barrington to get drunk and have some fun in the bleachers. Fireballs at Cubby Bear with his friends, he doesn't care if he's late. He boos and screams and cheers, and he pounds a dozen beers in the bleachers. But the highlight of his day was when he made a cup snake. They piled it high and piled it higher. Left field sucks came from the choir. They stacked those cups for 27 rows. 
How beautifully built those cups were Till a mean red-shirted usher said Buddy, I think it's time to go He's the cup snake guy Chases Jägermeister with the Mai Tai but the best part of the game was stacking cups up in the ninth. He's a cup snake guy. Well, he came to see the Cubs, but instead he's stacking cups in the bleachers. He was too drunk by the fourth to care about the score of the game. But he's reaching for the sky, heaping cups up super high in the bleachers. Worth a hundred bucks he paid to get drunk and make a cup snake. Everything felt so fantastic, holding his pillar of plastic, a monument to Wrigley's drunken fans. Spit raining showers from the massive slobber tower. Thank God they gave up cups instead of cans. He's a cup snake guy. Gonna lose his Terrio jersey tonight. And the best part of Stacking cups up in the night He's a cup snake guy He's from the suburbs and he's usually white And the best part of the game was Stacking cups up in the night the spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told. 
so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.